right, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Soda Talk. Uh, this week, Max and I traveled around campus for a little bit to give you a short glimpse into the minds of the college voters uh, with Super Tuesday around the corner. Um, unfortunately, you won't be able to hear those clips. Uh, yeah. They just didn't quite work out. But, I mean, it'll be all right. We're going to talk a little bit about what we uh, heard from who we interviewed, um, some of the college students, and then our thoughts uh, on Super Tuesday, which will be tomorrow. Um, but, I mean, first let's find out a little bit about who we interviewed. Um, we interviewed some college students um, up and around the dorms. And, I mean, what we found was a little bit surprising. Uh, Max, do you want to tell us some of the things that we found out? Yeah, I think for the most part, I would say the majority of the students we interviewed and talked with really didn't have a general consensus on who they were even supporting. Um, a lot of them were still very undecided. Um, I think for any that really did have a definite opinion, most of them said Bernie Sanders, but otherwise most of them were kind of very unsure about what they thought about kind of the political state of the Democratic Party or Republicans. I, I don't think we ever got anybody besides Bernie if there was. Yeah, I don't, at least for a first option. I think you asked a couple like, okay, if Bernie wasn't an option, who would you go to next? There were a couple Yang supporters. Yeah, there, there were a couple Yangs. Um, I think one person did mention Warren. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, it was pretty much Bernie or they were undecided. I mean, it was completely polarized. It was either, it wasn't polarized between Democrats and Republicans. It was yeah. more polarized between, I don't know when this is going to take place, nor do I care. Yeah. And I'm Bernie all the way. Yeah. That mean, was were kind were the of the, the main statements. Which, I mean, it makes sense. We are um, historically on a liberal campus. Yeah. The U of yeah. M. I think it attracts a lot of uh, progressive and liberal supporters just because of the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even orientation for us, they had us with pronouns and yeah, all sorts of things. Yeah. It's very progressive thinking campus and progressive just the way it's all set up. And I think that can de- definitely does contribute to um, the bias we're probably reporting right mm-hmm. now yeah. um, in terms of who we interviewed and stuff like that is, you know, obviously we're going to get liberal results. Yeah. We did get one Trump voter. Yeah. And they were even on the fence where it was like, because you had asked also like, okay, let's say Biden wins the nomination. Are you for sure still Trump? Because Biden tends to be a more moderate, probably at least now the most moderate candidate available. Um, And he said, you know, he would consider it. But he said, you know, we'd have to wait till that actually happens before considering that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that brings up the point, um, you know, looking at these primaries, who actually has a chance of beating Donald Trump. And when Hillary lost in 2016, you know, she didn't lose because of the real progressive voters. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she lost to those moderates who were in the middle and were capable of swinging. And, you know, I think if Bernie does get elected as the Democratic candidate... Uh, you might run into those troubles again. Yeah, I could see it happening. I mean, the one thing that I hear a lot in terms of, like, for Bernie is the fact that he does have such a strong core support. Like, that could potentially be enough where if he just has so many people that are just behind him, I mean, we'll kind of have to see how the delegates play out and all that. But there's the potential where is his just overwhelming support strong enough to carry him all the way or will it, you know, end up relying on mm-hmm. kind of those people who were on the fence? Well, I think, yeah, it, it, 
when you find a Bernie supporter, you're not going to find a very um, undecided voter. Mm-hmm. It's very, no, yeah. very strong support for Bernie. And I don't know. Um, and I guess we'll find out uh, if he does get elected as the primary uh, candidate, you know, if he can pull those voters. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far, um, and this leads a little bit into the story we're going to talk about today, he has not been able to pull in the African-American vote. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's then- definitely struggled with that. And, you know, if he can't pull an African-American vote, I don't know how much of a chance he does have. Yeah, I think that's something that we saw, especially with, like, I mean, obviously South Carolina, which just happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a strong state for Joe Biden, but, I mean, you see him carry the African-American vote very well just in general, which is also um, not necessarily surprising. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, you know, as he is one of the more moderate candidates, he also is able to relate well with a lot of minority voters while also being kind of this moderate voice so it poses a lot of opportunity for him to draw in a lot of people because of that balance he kind of has well and that that leads me to my next topic which actually happened saturday um, a couple days ago two days ago from when we're recording uh, we are recording on a monday um but you know in recent news uh with super tuesday tomorrow uh you know, Biden dominated the political landscape in South Carolina. For sure. Um, he was somewhat of an underdog to that point. Uh, you know, he's polling pretty low. And in results from there on, I mean, he was not capable of winning the race to many viewers. Um, but he pulled a 48.4%, which is pretty much a landslide and convincing yeah. win. And he was able to support, you know, multiple demographics, most notably the African-American vote. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, honestly, that's going to be the critical test going into Super Tuesday to see if Biden, who, you know, once was a favorite to win and kind of got cast aside, and now he's back at the forefront of everything, um, can grab up conservative voters left behind, you know, by some of the candidates who dropped out, if you want to touch on that. Yeah, I mean, now we have, within the last few days, you have Tom Steyer who dropped out, um, and then you just were they both today, or was it last I, night that I Pete think Buttigieg was last night? Yeah, last night Pete Buttigieg dropped out, and then just today, a few hours ago, um, Amy Klobuchar announced dropping out, and they both since dropping out, uh, Amy and Pete endorsed Biden, which I think really helps his chances going into Tuesday, um, because for the most part, I mean, it doesn't guarantee that those voters swing to Biden. But it definitely helps when, you know, if you're an Amy person and she says, hey, I believe in Biden, a lot of people are going to say, OK, I'll move to Biden. And I think that was part of Bernie's success um, so far was much of the you know middle ground vote was divided amongst, you know, uh, Biden, Buttigieg, Amy, um, a little bit of Warren. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, that's like 30 percent of the vote right there. Yeah. And if he's able to pull all those voters in, I mean, that's going to be crazy. So, I mean, that leads me to a couple questions that I have for you. Where do you think the voters are going to go? From the candidates who did drop? Yeah, Amy and uh, Pete. Yeah, I definitely think you see with the, I think the endorsement is the biggest thing that helps. I think a lot of them do go Biden just because they're one. All three of those candidates were kind of coined as like the moderate, choices and so with them splitting all those votes previously i think you see a lot of them gravitate towards biden now the question i think that gets posed now is how does bloomberg factor into all that 
um, you know, does he become a big, like a, a prominent option now and challenges Biden? Because if you see a divide between Biden and Bloomberg, then you see, okay, maybe Bernie still does well. I actually totally forgot about Bloomberg. And yeah. It's a good thing you brought it up because, I mean, after Biden's victory, it did instill a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in his voters who maybe, you know, were on the edge about voting about him. Um, but we could, although unlikely, I think, see Bloomberg take off. Yeah. Because he is another conservative option. Yeah. And I think that'll be the most interesting because um, for me, you know, someone who was interested in Biden at the beginning, I definitely lost a lot of hope in him after the first few primaries. Like I was pretty certain that I wasn't going to vote for him. And then after he just went away with it in South Carolina, I mean, for me personally, it put a lot more confidence in him to do well. So I think it is very telling to see, you know, how, how will he do against Bloomberg, which I think he should be able to handle fine, but you never know. And you know, like hats off to Buttigieg and Amy for, you know, recognizing that, you know, their chances of winning were very small and yeah. pretty unlikely, um, to say the least, to, you know, recognize that the vote was divided. And if they wanted to see, you know, an American politics that was what they wanted to, you know, bring in the presidential cabinet actually come to fruition because it wasn't when they were all in there yeah i i think i was i heard a little bit of pete Buttigieg's like uh kind of his speech that was basically him saying that he's conceding um he did mention how you know the goal the end goal is to you know defeat trump and promote this you know ideal and this ideology that they have and so it, when you're all in that moderate thinking you know the main goal is to promote those ideals and those policies and those beliefs. And so with those two kind of coming together with Biden, it shows that, you know, their main goal is to promote, you know, that kind of moderate belief. Which, I mean, is interesting because, you know, the Democrat Democratic Party recently has been labeled as, you know, having not having their act together and such, but mm-hmm. we're kind of seeing a little bit of a unified Democratic Party, which is definitely good going into Super Tuesday. But my next question for you is, is Bernie still the leader? I I think so. I mean, it's I a think, prediction. Yeah. I think my view on it going into Super Tuesday is Bernie still is the leader just because, um, you know, even though Biden took away South Carolina very easily, I mean, Bernie still got, it was around 20% of the vote. Um, and so he was the second place. I mean, he's been a top two finisher in all, uh, all the other or primaries so i think he still is definitely the man to beat um biden is right there now because of how well he did but i still think bernie's the top guy in Mm -hmm. that sense we saw that it was surprising for me to see how many delegates joe biden actually got he is in the second place in delegates and he's only down by like eight to ten yeah and i mean with so many states voting on tuesday i mean it could very easily yeah i mean it very easily Biden could come away with a huge victory or it could even up even closer or, you know, you see potentially Bernie pull away. I mean, anything could happen on Tuesday. Yeah, I think um, what I expect to see is a little bit, you know, I think Biden's going to win some states and Bernie's going to win some Mm -hmm, states. So it's not quite the decisive victory that we'd like to see. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone wants, you know, the outcome to be sooner rather than later. Um, But, I mean... If Biden or Bernie, I think 
whoever if there was a decisive winner during Super Tuesday, I think that pretty much calls the race yeah, in my for mind. Sure. Um, um I, I also I find it interesting, you know, I guess we'll see how Super Tuesday pans out, but I wonder how much longer Warren also, you know, mm. keeps going because she is kind of that next I mean, she's not quite as far left as Bernie, but she's the next closest. So it'd be interesting. I mean, I know they've had their feuds kind of throughout this race, but it'd be interesting to see if, if she did drop out, you know, does she endorse Bernie and try to swing her voters to that more left-leaning? Because, you know, I can't imagine she would swing towards Biden over Bernie in terms of their, you know, what they're pushing. And she was a front-runner once. Yeah. Um, it was her and Biden at the start that were, you know, mm-hmm. the top candidates. But, I mean... Her supporters, along with Bernie's, are very strong felt, mm-hmm. and they know what they want. And I mean, just walking around campus today, I saw spray painted Warren signs everywhere. Really? I don't know if you saw that. Or I did not. not. But I mean, that was kind of crazy and cool to see. Yeah. Um. So I guess this is my final question as we wrap this up. We got a short episode today, but what are your predictions for Super Tuesday? Who are the winners and who are the losers? My predictions for Tuesday is Bernie and Biden both do well. I think Warren ultimately becomes kind of this non-factor. I don't think she really plays too big of a role in any of the states. Um, but I see... Do you think Bernie or Biden's going to win? I think Biden comes out with more delegates after Tuesday, but I don't see it being a large margin. I th- I think Bi- I think Biden might swing it to maybe like 10 delegates, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. I think there also could be crazy things happen that, you know... And I don't know if this would happen and if it'd be kind of a long shot, but if all of a sudden Bloomberg came out of nowhere yeah. and slashed Biden's vote, you know, a oh, considerable then... amount, I mean, that'd be kind of scary because then, again, it'd be a conflict of the conser- more conservative candidate mm-hmm. and Bernie would, again, be Bernie would probably just, I mean, I think if that did happen where they kind of split the vote between Biden and Bloomberg, I think we then see a pretty decided win for the Democratic nomination from Bernie because of how many delegates he could kind of get a lead on. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We will be back next week with another podcast. So just keep tuning in and uh, we'll keep pumping them out. Until next time, see you later.